Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness. Join your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, Hasina Roach, Relational Consultant, and Radio Host, Wanda Miles. Now, here's your host, Katrina Jones. Wow, what a nice introduction. Thank you, Wanda. That I'm just sitting up. <laughs> I'm just dancing to the music. Yay. <laughs> wow, nice intro. Love it, love it, love it. How are you ladies doing today? Dandy. Dandy is the word. (laughs) I'm doing good. A little rushing around, but I'm here. I made it. I got lost in Miami, but I had a safe guide to get me home. You got lost? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got lost in Miami Gardens, Wanda. Okay. (laughs) Everybody doesn't know. You know, everybody doesn't know Miami really good yeah. like you, Wanda. Uh, well, I'm still learning. I okay. usually find places by getting lost. Mm. Not, yeah. Like, oh, I never knew this was here. <laughs> yeah, that's uh-huh. what you're to do and how to do it. So today we have a great show. We're going to be talking about choices, the cycle of respond versus act. I'm excited about this because we do it every day. We just did it just now. I'm talking, I'm responding or reacting to something, some type of stimuli. So here we go. Are you reacting or responding to life? Many people believe they are completely powerless over how they react versus respond to life's issues, problems, and challenges. We will explore and discover why no one ever has to feel like a victim over lives over life's many curves and turns. Join us today and become a part of the discussion. Let's talk about choices, health, relationships, family, parenting, career, spirituality, and money, and ask the question, What resources do you pull from when things get hard? The ability to see situations from different perspectives is called transformation, shift, or change. Learn how to transform your life through the powerful and empowering process of choices, the cycle of respond versus react. I'm thinking about that. Well, I am, I, for me, I am ready. Um, you know, I am ready. As I've been thinking about that um, that topic, respond versus react, um, you know, it made me wonder initially, and if you hear my printer in the background, um, you know, sorry. Um, We're okay. But as I... Okay. Um I was it, it makes me think about um as I deal with situations uh, for me especially stressful situations you know am I responding or am I reacting and I I'm going through some stressful stuff now and I'm I'm like consciously having to talk myself through you know specific situations and you know to to make sure that I am you know, responding and, and, and not just kind of reacting to what's going on around me. So, I mean, I think it's a great topic, and um, and, and I'm excited to delve in it. <laughs> Wanda, what do you think? Well, I am always deciding whether I need to react or respond, and generally it is I need to work better on the responding thing. So I'm geared up to learn some things, as always. Okay, sounds good. So as I was saying already, it's all about stimuli. 
Yes. And similarly, it's just a situation in what we do. So I'm going to give a couple definitions of how I look at responding and reacting. So when we think about responding, this is usually something that involves some thought. Responses are often delayed but are usually rational and based on reason as well as emotion. So that's one. That's respond. But react. This is typically an immediate feeling and is based on emotions and feelings in the moment. And I wanted to go further into react because that's such a big one. And they will say, oh, respond and react, that's the same thing. No, it's not. So when we talk about reacting, we have to think about the force of influence, often which is on or upon, to change in response to a stimulus, as I already said, to act in opposition to a force or influence, usually used with against. Also, to move or tend in a reverse direction. And last one, and I get this a lot in my field of work, to undergo chemical reactions. So when somebody has withdraws, let's say, from a substance, usually they're reacting to maybe crack cocaine, alcohol, and I I might have to speak to an insurance company about their reactions or their changes with their chemical uh, bringing with whatever drugs they came in contact with. So that is reacting and responding. Now, when I go further into reacting and responding, reacting, again, is very passive-aggressive. It is short-sighted. A lot of times when you react, you might be gossiping or starting rumors. It also comes with poor communication, or you can overreact. A lot of times in reactions, you have turf battles, you can be uncooperative, and you jump to conclusions. Usually, when you react, it's just not productive. Now, when we respond, usually we respond with goals. We do that with performance, having knowledge, having success, compromising, using your team and being a, using a teamwork perspective when you're dealing with something, looking at things in a bigger picture. A lot of times being productive in responding is using facts, data, and information. Mm. So that that's a lot. I know I explained a lot with reacting and responding, but I wanted to make sure we knew the difference because a lot of people would say, oh, no, that's just one of the things, when it really is not. Reacting and responding are two different things. And I wanted to go into some of the physical aspects of reacting and what it does to our body. But before you do, um, Hasina, and this is Katrina, I would like to, you know, I'd like to um, kind of respond to, um, I think you gave some really, really great definitions of respond uh, versus react. And, Um, When I think, and I really like respond because with respond, as I was listening to you talk, it seems like when I respond, I'm taking time out to think before I, you know, before I have a behavior, you know, before I, 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 I act, where if I react, I'm just impulsively, you know, um, acting you know, just based on, you know, what's going on around me without necessarily taking time out to think. Um, and I and, it, and I think it's, I think both are appropriate at different times. But knowing when each of these are appropriate, you know, I, I think is, um, you know, can be a, um, a, a, a question or a challenge. So I just wanted to say that. Okay. You there, Hasina? Oh. We've lost our <laughs> we've lost our hostess with hostess. Okay. Oh wow. There, there, there he is. is. <laughs> All right. 
Are you yeah. reacting or responding? <laughs> I'm responding, taking a deep breath and responding. What I was saying was that we don't agree, Katrina, today for the first oh. time. I don't think we never oh. agree. When okay. I think about acting, even let's say you're confronted with something or you're about to get into a fight, usually if you react, you might make the wrong move at the wrong time. You still have to think. You might have to think faster, but you have to think, and I think you're still responding. So Ooh. even about that, Wanda, do you want to add anything before I move on? Because what do you think about it, reacting and responding? Do you think well, one is better think, than the other? I think I always think responding, I mean, is is, is better for me. I, I can say that if I give myself, because... I can be a little hot-headed, so I know just for me that I need to take a, a little time out to, one, try and figure out why it's happening or how I may have caused it to happen or – and just – I find like I, 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 that I feel more – I feel more mature if I respond as to if I react. I, I feel like I'm coming from my id or my childlike – tendencies and that is generally not a productive place to come from when you're trying to sort things out if you want to sort them out now you may not and then you can just react (laughs) funny Wanda (laughs) so I wanted to talk about the physical reactions in the body a lot of times when people react they have anxiety it's kind of like that fight or flight feeling that people get. Mm-hmm. You get back pain. You can have constipation and diarrhea. And I know if my girlfriend knew I was talking about it right now, she would beat me. But I'm <laughs> going to use her for an example. She found out she would have to go to court and testify as a psychologist for a case. She was not comfortable with doing it. So she found herself getting really, really sick and having some of these bodily functions happen to her. And she didn't know. She was like, I don't understand what's going on. Why am I sick? Well, you have this big stressor that's coming up, and you're reacting instead of responding to it, where you could think and say, well, it can't be that bad. I know what I'm talking about. I'm just going to go up there. I'm going to say my piece, and that's it. Whatever I don't know, I won't speak about. That's usually what court is about. But she had, she was just bundled up in her stomach, and it showed. It showed a lot. Another way that you can react is through depression. I know a lot of people might shut down when they have to react on certain things. Fatigue. Fatigue is another thing, and sometimes those go hand in hand, depression and fatigue. High blood pressure. Trouble sleeping or insomnia. Now, so right now, in a place. Go ahead, Katrina. So, are are you are you are you saying that when we when we respond? I mean, I'm sorry. Are you saying when we react to situations that we can often um, experience these symptoms? Yes. Yes. Definitely. Okay. You can okay. Experience. Physical things in your body when you react instead of okay. responding. When okay. for sure, when I think about responding, I think of thinking something out versus your first reaction, your first emotion coming. Such as the example I gave of a girlfriend of mine that had to go and speak in front of court and speak to a judge and maybe get cross-examined by a lawyer. She wasn't comfortable. So these these things are real. They do happen a lot. So high blood pressure. Sounds like um, fear-based. It is, definitely. And we're going to go into that a little bit in regards to having fear and what can come up with it and how you can combat it. So high blood pressure is another one. That happens maybe you want to react to a situation where somebody said something to you and your blood pressure goes sky high. There's that fight and flight thing happening again. Trouble sleeping or insomnia. A lot of times, and we got to look at this, uh, these lists that I'm giving, 
is it's like a domino effect, or some of them actually go hand in hand. So we have to definitely make sure we're aware of how we feel when these things are going on and think about the situation that's happening with us so we can address it and not let it get worse. Problems in relationships. It happens when you react, you're usually going to have a problem with maybe your significant other, a family member. Shortness of breath. Now, when you're running around and you're reacting to all these stimuli, sometimes we don't breathe well. A stiff neck or jaw, that's tension. An upset stomach, we just said, and weight gain or weight loss. A lot of people say, oh, I lose weight when I'm stressed out. It doesn't always have to be loss. It could be a weight gain. A lot of people do binge when they're stressed out. Comfort foods. Exactly, exactly. Maybe what you remember your mom cooking when you were little. Maybe it's mashed potatoes or macaroni and cheese, things like ding, that. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, I know. If I tell you mine, you'll say, oh, gross. <laughs> but everybody has their comfort food from their mother that they remember. I'll say mine for fun. Mine is actually split pea soup. I like split pea soup. It's <laughs> like green food, but I like it. It's my that comfort. Sounds good for you. It is good for you, and everybody knows that I do eat pretty well, pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. the first thing we try to do when we have these reactions is let it go. I'm sure you guys heard uh, this famous preacher say it. Let go and let God. So there it is. Let go of the anger. Let go of the brain. Let go of the frustration towards yourself. A lot of times we're looking at this outside stimuli of this is the problem, this is the problem. But remember, it happens inward first before it's outward. We can have control of what's going on, and we need to take hold of what we can take control of. And I hear a friend of mine speaking in my head. He just said that to me, what, a week before last. Don't focus on what you can't control. Focus on what you can control. And it's so true. And if we take a deep breath, we will be able to think instead of reacting. It's natural. Did you want to say something, Wanda? Oh, no. I'm listening. (laughs) Well, well, you know, I was going to say, um, as I'm listening to these different uh, physical reactions that can happen, um, especially over time, at when we when we are in the habit of reacting, opposed to, you know, taking time out to to think something through and 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 to respond, um, you know, it, because I'm kind of stressed out. Of, <laughs> I'm kind of stressed out about a situation. And, um, you know, and I experienced, you know, a lot of these symptoms, um, you know, um, I anxiety and um, um, not a headache, but, you know, kind of like tension and, you know, my, I feel my, my, if I were to get a massage right now, the masseuse would be like, what in the world is going on with your shoulders, you know, because I carry stress up there. But I'm constantly having to talk myself through, um, you know, talk myself through. I, I just, you know, got a new um, assignment, a new, a new job, and and I'm constantly, and it's the, the learning curve is is uh, it's kind of steep for me, and I'm constantly having to talk myself through the process, and and it's my thinking process. A lot of times, I'm recognizing that it is my thinking. And when I when I when I create different thoughts, when I say, you know, when I say better things to myself, um, you know, opposed to getting caught up in, you know, I'm not catching on to this, or, uh, you know, this is so stressful. When I when I tell myself, you know, um, you know, everybody in this room had to go through the same process, and I'm I'm getting it. You know, every day I'm getting better and better. You know. I, I find myself talking myself through, um, you know, through and through. It allows me to to respond opposed to just react upon, um, you know, stress of a new situation. 
if that makes sense. It definitely does. Yeah, it definitely, definitely does. Wanda, I'm going to tap on you. Wanda, yeah. when, when has there been a time where you felt that you had a lot of tension and you reacted instead of responding? How did that look for you? Well, when I react, huh? I usually regret it. I wish I'd handle it better. And uh, I don't, I'm not sure how I physically feel it. I just know that I, I emotionally or mentally, I want to be, I just want to be a better person at all times. And I feel like when I react, I'm one, letting someone get the better of me. And, you know, I don't, I, there's just, there's, there's always more to a situation. And um, it's, it's just always a little regretful, but you know, I, I still continue to just move on and, and hopefully learn from the experience. So, right now, I'm I'm experiencing something that I'm I'm actually not reacting. I'm trying to one decide if I want to respond, if I even want to respond, or just respond in my own way of how can I stop whatever's happening happening without without actually involving the other person. First of all, I don't even know who the other person is, so there's not much I can do about that part. But so how can I, what can I do about me to make it cease? So it's, it's always, for me, a growing, a learning kind of thing. I was going to say the exact same thing. Everything is a lesson, and we are all humans. So nobody's walking on cloud nine, knowing it all, we're the end all, be all. We're not. We deal with certain situations where we react, and sometimes we respond. If maybe we hold on to it a little longer, we might have responded. But we're human. So that's the great thing about life, and you get to learn from it and make better choices the next time. So now I love, as you know, I'm a solution-focused therapist, so I love talking about the tips and the solutions in regards to things. So let's talk about the tips for dealing with stress. And we talked about it already. We said it already, but I'm going to say it again. Don't worry about the things you cannot control. Now, some people get upset about the weather when it's too cold or if it's raining or it's snowing and it's like you can't really control that. So why get upset about it? And think about solving the little problem. This can help you feel like you're gaining that control back. If you could solve the little ones and then they get bigger and bigger and you're solving and you're solving and you feel empowered again. Prepare to the best of your ability for the events you know may be stressful, such as a job interview, maybe as Katrina's talking about things at her job, and I think she has a test coming up soon, things like that. Prepare the best way you can, and then you just got to leave it leave it alone. Bring it, leave it in the universe and let the universe do its job because you know you did your part and you did your part the way you're supposed to. It makes me think about um, last week I was, at an agency doing some things, and the guy stopped me, and we had this conversation, and he's a stranger to me, and he's like, you know what, you just do everything you're supposed to do with integrity and know you're doing the best, and just let it go, and it'll all work out in your favor. And sometimes I do have to, instead of reacting, respond and think that in my head of, why am I stressed out and thinking about it this way when it is going to work in my my best interest because I'm doing what I can for the best. Try to look at change as a positive challenge, not a threat. Ladies, we can all talk about change. We're women. Women, we change all the time. We have different aspects and events that happen in our life when it comes to change. So, don't look at it as, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. I'm going to have this change at my job. I'm going to have to move my child. This happened with my child. This relationship has changed. It's not a threat. It's always, I always believe, what do they say? Katrina, you might have to help me with this. 
they say every time you have something bad happen to you, it's really a come up instead of a come down. You know, you know yeah. the. Well, I'm trying to remember the exact word. I don't know. I've heard. I don't. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I don't know. I was gonna say something, but I don't, I don't know if it's um you know in the same line as as um as what you're talking about. But um you know I agree, and I I really like I really like that tip. Um you know not to look at things as a threat, and I think that for you know I think it is so easy to and and. We talked a little bit about this. I want to think, say we talked a little bit about this last week when we talked about learning and lifelong learning. How, you know, we all have our own way of thinking, our own little worlds going on, and we feel like how we think is right. You know, whether it is or not, you know, we are, we believe that you know what we what we believe is true. And when somebody comes along and and challenges, you know, my beliefs, it's so easy for me to um, put my fort up, you know, because I want to hold, I want to hold, you know, what I believe to be true. But you know, real learning um, and growth um, and change requires me to, um, you know, requires me to look at things from a different perspective. And, you know, this is what I see here. Uh, try to look at change as a positive challenge and not as a threat. You know, as, as as you know, I try to look at what I can get out of it. How can this benefit me? What did I learn? You know, how was this a learning experience uh, opposed to, you know, somebody's, you know, somebody's, you know, somebody's, on my territory or, you know, somebody's out to get me or, you know, that kind of thing, the blame game and, 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 and that. Yeah. Very, very true. Very true. It's not about a blame game. Everything, as Wanda said, it's all a lesson. That's all this is. Life is a lesson. Well, change is just inevitable. So you either have to embrace it and figure out how you're going to grow with it or, I mean, just, by virtue of living things, what is it, changes the only thing, is the only thing that's consistent in, in life or the only thing that we can count on is change. So exactly. just, you know, go with it. I mean, I, for me, it's it's like, you know, trying to swim upstream. I mean, if you just go with the flow of things, although some people don't believe in going with the flow of things. But uh, for me, it's just, it's 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 crazy to try and fight change. I mean, sometimes you it obviously change things that are not you're not comfortable with. You can I don't know try and change it a little. Uh, you know I don't know make the change a little drast less drastic or whatever. But uh, but just change is is going to happen. So how you deal with it is really up to you. And even look at the word I chose. Try to look at change as a positive challenge. Now, a lot of people, you might hear them say, I can't do it or it's hard. I always look at a challenge and just thinking of being mindful. A challenge is something you can get through. If you say it's hard, it's like saying it's a brick wall or I can't do this, it's a brick wall. But once you say it's a challenge, it changes the game. It's it's a challenge. It's like a relay race and there's a finish line. And it doesn't matter how fast you get there or slow you get there, but you're going to get there. It's a challenge. So work on resolving conflicts with other people. We all have this issue. Again, as we said, change is inevitable. And having conflicts with other people is just a part of life too. Talking to a trusted friend or family member or even a counselor, therapist, setting realistic goals at home and at work. Avoid overscheduling. Now, I'm turning into that overscheduling mom with the soccer and the karate and the speech therapy. But sometimes, like the other day, I slept and it felt so good. I woke up late. He's with his dad and it was great. I don't get times for, for just sitting around and lounging around anymore. 
So now when you say to change. When you say you woke up late, do you mean you slept in? Yeah, see? You, okay. Yes. And you hear the wording that I'm using? I yeah. woke up late. No, I slept in. <laughs> you You're slept right. in, sister. Mindfulness. <laughs> you have to change your words so it, it it gives a different vibration out in the universe when you talk. If I, like you just said, I said I woke up late. I didn't wake up late. I slept in, and I haven't done that in so long. I stayed in my PJs most of the day yesterday. It was awesome. That's Extra nice. We've, we've got a we've got a caller on the other line. I'm going to see if I can try to screen them. Okay. That's okay. Fine. No problem. All right. Going back to it, exercising on a regular basis. We I know we had this conversation in previous shows, but the release that exercise does for our whole body, our down to our cellular level and our chemical level and our vibration, it just changes things. And, again, I talk about this all the time, and Wanda, you already said it, eat regular, well-balanced meals, and get enough sleep. Let's go to meals. I was just speaking to somebody about this. Eating fresh or eating healthier is better because food is a life force, and it's going into you to give you life. So if you're eating food that's kind of crappy, you know, on a regular basis, you can't expect to have that that vigor that you're supposed to have about life. You'll feel like you're dragging. Those physical reactions that we were just talking about in what happens in your body will be what would happen if you don't eat a balanced meal. Getting enough sleep, something I think we all can work on, right, Wanda? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know you get up pretty early in the morning. I do. I take naps. You do? Well, see, at least you take naps. I'm a big fan of naps. Sometimes I'm I'm a little weary of taking a nap because I'm afraid I might not wake up on time. So, Mm. see, there's overscheduling and thought process of that again. And another one I think about that's always awesome, if you can or if you're into it, and I say meditate. Now, meditating, some people might not be into it. I think it's a great uh, way to cope. But also, you can pray. You could just sleep. You can have affirmations. There's many different ways to have some type of spiritual life, and we're going to delve into that a little bit more. I don't know why I'm not able to to screen, but I'm not. Should I just bring the caller on and see if they <clears throat> wanted to participate? Sure. Sure. Okay. Let's go for it. <laughs> Hello, caller? 838-3777? Hi, thank you. Hi. My name is Lindsay, and... Um, I would like to know, uh, I'm going to be released from my, uh, I'm recovering from two surgeries on my ring finger on my right hand. Um, thank God, no cancer. And I should have full usage after occupational therapy, hopefully towards the end of March. And technically, I'm working for a well-known bank, but I'm new. I started in June and things weren't going that well. Um, And uh, so I'd like to know if I'm going to be hired by a new company um, very soon and if they will keep me for at least five years. Well, say your name again. Wendy. Wendy? Yes. Hi, Wendy. How are you? This is Hasina. Again, as we said, we have to roll with the punches. I couldn't tell you yay or nay if you're going to get hired somewhere else. You have to go with the flow and see how it works out for you. And this might be a part of what you were talking about with the worry, what we were talking about with worrying. You never know. You might get back and it'll be fine. Even with the occupational therapy, I can can definitely understand that aspect of what's happening to you with occupational therapy in your hand. I broke, well, I didn't even break. I cut my tendon one time. I broke my wrist one time, all in the same hand. And that hand worked great. And I'm never 
they were saying to me that they weren't sure if I would ever be able to use it again again. And it works great. And I know when you're going through, it is a challenge. And you feel like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do what I used to do, and then you get there. Same thing with a job. You think that it's not going to work out. Maybe it will. Or maybe that was just for you to be there for that time and then for you to change and go into something even better. Wendy. So never okay. look at it. Don't don't look at it and have a worry. Just go with what you feel you need to go with and see what happens from there. And try to have positive thoughts because once you vibrate in positive thoughts, that thing has to come back to you. Everything in life is a cycle. So everything is fluid. So if you're flowing with positive thoughts and saying, okay, I want my hand to get better, it's going to get better, I'm at this job, I want it to go well, or no, I want to move on to something else, then put what you want out into the atmosphere, Wendy. And I believe 100% it will go. And just keep a happy, positive perspective, and it'll work out, and you'll look back and say, why was I even worried? That's how life well, I'm I'm very happy for you that you fully recovered and yeah. uh they had to reconstruct my ring finger on my right hand. Um mm-hmm. there was a tumor growing on it for five years and wow. my primary doctor said it was cosmetic. So mm-hmm. it it's a miracle that they were able to do a reconstruction and um so I'm overwhelmingly thankful that I do not have cancer. Um, right. I'm deformed, um, but I can handle that. Um, but they say I should have full usage. It's going to take probably six to eight weeks, maybe seven mm-hmm. weeks, to to get to a point where I can go back to work. Mm-hmm. And my feeling, honestly, Katrina, is mm-hmm. that this bank that you would recognize instantly, the initials are WF, I was treated very abusively, um, and uh, management found out by mistake. I wasn't brave enough to go to them, and they were horrified. And I, and basically they told me um, that uh, take care of my medical emergency, but when I'm coming, when I'm ready to come back, be sure that I'm ready to hit the ground running. And I think that the only reason why I'm still an employee there is because they're afraid to uh, let me go because technically I'm on a medical leave right now. And Mm -hmm. um, ironically, uh, this all started on October 14th, and I started work for them in June. So um, I've had my resume downloaded into a major healthcare insurance company in Northern California, um, Kaiser, for about four and a half years. And ironically, in October, the recruiter emailed me, and he was highly interested, and he wanted me to retake one test and remind him about it in November. But that was right in the middle of my two surgeries. So I chose not to contact him until I had a better idea about the outcome and when I'd be able to be working again. So I finally emailed him um, about three and a half weeks ago, and I was very straightforward, and I said, I I had two surgeries, but everything looks wonderful. Um, As soon as I'm able to be released, you know, um, I will let you know. And I didn't hear from him. And then I went to an appointment at Kaiser, and I mentioned this to a young lady, and she said, she said, you got the attention of this person? And she said, wow. Mm-hmm. She said, that's really good. She said, you email him tonight. So I did, and then I got an answer the next day, and he said that he did not have anything at the moment, but to make sure I put yes on the on their Internet site so that would be sent yes. jo- jobs that match my background. Yeah. Um, uh at least I got an answer from him when I emailed him again. And so my goal is when I know I'm getting close to being released then I'm going to email him or maybe even call him, his name is Aaron, and just say, um, I did not tell him it was surgery on my hand. I just said surgery. And mm-hmm. I'll, just, I'll just say, you know, I'm I'm ready to go and I've noticed 
um, this call center position for appointments or maybe receptionist for, like, taking the co-pays, you know, like in dermatology or, or orthopedics, whatever. And um, so I'm hopeful that he will eventually hire me, hopefully in a few months, or maybe a similar good job. What do you think? And, Wendy, this is Katrina, and um, I want to say to you, stay positive and, you know, yes, continue networking. You know, that that is a very good, um, you know, it sounds like that's a very good contact that you have. And, you know, if, if they said that there was nothing available at that at that time, that's that's exactly what they meant. And, you know, they seem to have an interest in you, and so – you know, don't lose contact. And as you said, when you're ready to, um, you know, when you're ready to get back in the market, definitely, you know, let this person know. And in the meantime, you know, in the meantime, as Hasina was saying, stay positive and be very mindful of of your thinking and, you know, believe that, you know, you know, develop the mindset that, you know, things are things are always working out for me. You know, um well, you know, it's a it's a mindset. But with the stress, um, you know, his Hasina, um we were talking about respond versus or react versus respond and um you know, it it sounds as though you are responding and you know, stressful situations, a lot of times they can creep up on us and we don't even recognize, um, you know, that we're experiencing stress. So Hasina, she has got some more uh, tips for us on uh, things that we can do, uh, tools that we can use um, to handle stress. Um, But, I mean, it it sounds like you are on task and, you know, that you're doing the right things. Um, I'm hopeful that I, I regret telling him that I had two surgeries because I don't want that to be a red flag to him. You know, just this don't, is a but medical. Just don't, but let it, let it go. Let it go. Okay. You, you put it out, you put it out in the universe, let it go. Let it go and, and focus on the, and focus on the healing. And focus, I think he was impressed with my fifth Mm-hmm. Yes, I think he was impressed with my 15 years um, at a very intense vision insurance company here. Um, I do not have a BA, but I think I caught his attention. So mm-hmm. um, I, in my soul, what I think is going to happen is that I'm going to be released and uh, Kaiser won't have anything quite yet, but I'll return to Wells Fargo and then... Um, when they when Kaiser has something like receptionist or call center again, then I'll, I'm going to be watching their website. And when they have it, I think I'll actually awesome. call him. Yeah, and, I think and you should. Hopefully, I'll I'll get hired. Um, you know, sometime in the spring, and I hope that um, that the job I get after. Wells Fargo, I hope that they keep me for five years. Do you see that happening? Well, you see that happening. Right. (laughs) What was that? It's Wanda, and my question is, do you see that happening? It doesn't really matter what we see happening. It's important that you see it happening. Well, I'm hopeful. I, I have the intelligence to be aware of what would make me important and valuable to the company. I would have tried to Mm-hmm. learn all skills that they want and um you know have uh uh common sense about providing a positive experience for every uh caller or patient that I come in contact with and um behave professionally at all times I tell you, you really. This is Katrina. You, you sound like you're on task. Sound there like you go. You're, you're 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 on the right track. And um, yeah. So Wendy, I I really do appreciate you calling. Um, Katrina, she's going to give us some additional tools and and tips that we can use. But what I want to say to you is that 
you know, if you ever feel like you want to email us, um, we also have, I don't know if you've listened to other episodes, but we've done episodes on networking, um, uh-huh. you know, on the importance of, of, of having, you know, uh, who's in your network, uh, knowing who's in your network and, and, and keeping the right people in your network. So I encourage you to to listen to um, some of our, our previous podcasts um, and, you know, if you ever want to email us, um, you know, with questions or or comments, you can feel free to do that, um, uh, kjones at prosperitylifecoach.com. That's wonderful. Okay. Thank you. You're Thank very you. welcome. So I, Thanks for I hope calling. You conti- yes, and I hope you continue to listen. Hasina's going to give us some additional tools that we can use to um, help us to reduce our stress level. And and I I know it's going to be helpful for me, and I, I think it may be helpful for you as well, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Wendy. That Christina? was a great question. Yes, I'm still yeah. here. Yeah, she sounds like she's she's really on task. She sounds like it. She definitely does. And another one I would say, even with what she's doing, sometimes you have to leave the situation. So I I know I said it to her, put it out there and leave it there. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. If she already did her due diligence, and I already said this, if you do your due diligence, you do it with integrity and you do it at your best level, nothing to worry about. Call a friend, a class member, a a a relative, any person that you can emotionally connect to. Even call a crisis hotline. Now, we're not a crisis hotline, but, you know, there are things like 211 here in Broward. I don't know if they have in every different state and city, but there are always local things that you could try to call so you can get more information or also to help with your stress level. Notice your cues. Cues are very important. Uh, One thing that I would get when I would go to court when I started going to court is my jaws would tense up a lot, and I noticed that usually after closer to my ear would be very sore because I guess I was on edge of having to speak on behalf of this client or family member or child, and it was just a lot for me. So notice the cues when you're starting to tense up. Carry around a notebook. Write down some of what your cues are so you know what they are. Carry out something we call in uh, mental health, we call it a escalation prevention plan. This has to do with anger management, but it definitely helps. You're identifying your anger triggers or your stressful triggers and cues and then knowing strategies to calm back down. So some of those might be doing visual things around the house. Now, Katrina, you've been to my house. I don't know if you noticed, but everywhere I have, I'm going to pass the test. I'm going to pass the test. So in regards to if you're dealing with a stressful situation, maybe you need to put slow down, think, be calm, relax. Those are some things that you could think of in regards to taking down that tense or reaction level that you might want to have. Maybe you know talking on the phone to a certain person doesn't help. Maybe have that sign in front of you. Beware of your self-talk. A lot of times I hear people saying, oh, you're so stupid, and they're talking to themselves saying, oh, you're so stupid. Why did you do that? Be aware of your self-talk. Make sure you talk yourself up, not down. Always, always, always. And I and I tell you, this is Katrina. That's that's what I've had to do with this new situation. You know, you know, um, you know. You, you mentioned this test I have to take. Well, last week they tested two people. They let two people test together, and I was like, well, "Why didn't they let me test with them?" So I was like, "Why do I have to test by myself?" And then I had to say, "You know, Katrina, it was meant to happen like this. It's okay." You know, you got time to learn the material. Um, you know, it, it's okay. You know, God, mm-hmm. God, God, God's got your back. It's good. It's good. You know, so I, I, I've had to, to pay attention to my negative self-talk, and to change it into positive self-talk. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. constantly, 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 you know, doing that. So yes, 
I, I would agree with that one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or even work consciously at slowing yourself down. Now, I had to do this the other day. I have a lot of things going on in the last couple of months, and somebody told me to take deep breaths, and I really had to because I was on edge and I was talking fast, and I definitely do that a lot. <laughs> so I did it, and it so helped. I eat my tenor changed, my cadence changed, everything changed just by taking those slow, deep breaths. Go for a walk. Go to your favorite relaxing spot. I would say, you know, in South Florida, a lot of people may like going to the beach and just walk on the beach. It doesn't, let's say you don't have a beach in your backyard, per se. Go into the woods. Go to a lake. Maybe just sit on the patio. We don't have to like imagine or have these great things around us to have symptoms of inner peace or having peace. There are small things you can do. You could just listen to music. That calms people down. That helps music with your is great. Yes, I love music. I yeah. if I could listen to music all day I would. <laughs> um music and nature. Yes. Definitely. Yes. And that's when we go back to the beach or the woods or just sitting on your patio looking at the trees, anything. Identify and be assertive with your thoughts and feelings. Now, I find that a lot of people that I work with have problems doing that. They find that being assertive, people say that's being aggressive. Those are two different edges of the spectrum. Being assertive means that you're taking care of yourself. You don't have to put somebody down when you say how you feel and what's going on, you're letting them know that, okay, this is not okay for me. You're not saying you're a stupid person and you shouldn't do that. And you, No, you're just saying this is not okay for me. And you need to respect yourself first before you can respect anybody else, and it goes vice versa. If you're not respecting yourself, then they're not going to respect you either. Let's see. I'm going to jump around a little bit because I see time is not of the essence. <laughs> Distract yourself. Do something else. Change your focus from escalation in an escalation uh, situation. I remember I was at, um, observing someone in a new type of therapy I was doing at the time, functional family therapy. And I was watching one of my colleagues um, work with the family, and the family started arguing and arguing. And you know what he said? <laughs> How about those dolphins? The whole conversation changed just that quick. <laughs> I know it sounds funny, but it really worked. Was it and better? <laughs> yes, it was better. It was like magic. He just said, how about those dolphins? What do you think the dolphins are doing? And, and you know, fighting, going against this team, and everything changed because the mother was a diehard dolphin fan. As simple as that, a distraction can change a lot of things. You already said talking about nature. Taking, before you look at, begin to look at and take clear responsibility for your part. There is always, as I say, a two-way street in everything you do. So because of that two-way street, that means you played a part. You know, sometimes when you're getting in an argument, you could just stop talking. You could just ignore. You could just say, yes, yes, yes. And guess what? If you're saying that, they can't go back and forth with you. You understand what I'm where I'm coming from, yes. ladies? I know we've all been in arguments, and sometimes we yes. just have to say yes. And just my new what it is. <laughs> my new response. Whenever I or lately I'm trying this new response, I just say of course, and then I leave. <laughs> <laughs> and that works because what else can we say behind that? And you can. It just, it just stops the argument. I, I'm like, uh, of course. Mhm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. See how that works. Well, it's something new it I'm trying. It does. Yes, of course. All those beautiful things, don't say whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but no. those type of words, they work. What about even a hobby, a recreational activity, something that you enjoy? Maybe keeping a diary. Diaries calm people down, and there's also a way to reflect when you have a diary. So you don't make those same mistakes again and again and again. Remember, life is a cycle. But you can get off that train if you want to. Um, let's see. We don't have that much time left. So I'm going to go to something I use in my um, 
in my practice when I do things, right before that, I wanted to pull one up that I really, 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 really like. Let me see if I can grab it before the time. Ah, I'm thinking about relationships. And I find a lot of times in relationships, girlfriend, boyfriend, 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 girlfriend, girlfriend, whatever which way it turns for you, but do not play detective. I always tell whoever I might be speaking to or if I'm in a relationship, I'm not worried about you. I'm very secure in myself. I don't have time for that. Whatever is going to come out is going to come out. That stress level or tension or reaction of maybe going through someone's phone or asking those extra questions, that's not going to help. It's going to come out. Everything that happens in darkness comes to light. Now, I'm going to go into this poem that I read many, I have read many times to clients because I think it's just an awesome one. So after this, I know we have to close. I appreciate Wendy calling and being able to talk to her, and hopefully she got some good nuggets out of this program. Symptoms of Inner Peace by Miss Davis. Be on the lookout for symptoms of inner peace. The hearts of a great of a great many have already been exposed to inner peace. And it is possible that people everywhere could come down with it in epidemic proportions. This could pose a serious threat to what has up to now, been a fairly stable condition of conflict in the world. Now, that's sarcasm, ladies. That's sarcasm. (laughs) (laughs) Symptoms of inner peace. Some signs and symptoms of inner peace are a tendency. Oops, I lost my place. Give me one second. A tendency to think and act spontaneously rather than on fears based on past experiences. I would love mm. if we can go more, but I know we're at the end. So I'm just going <laughs> to and un- can, you, can you post up on Facebook? Oh, yes, I will because I love this poem. I love it and I use it all the time. An right. unmistakably ability to enjoy each moment. Unmistak- unmistakable ability to enjoy each moment. A loss of interest in judging other people. A loss of interest of interpreting the actions of others. A loss of interest in conflict. A loss of the ability to worry. This one is a very serious symptom. So, Wendy, this one I'm nudging for you. Uh, Ability not to worry about things. The loss of that. Frequent, overwhelming episodes of appreciation. Continued feelings of connectiveness with others and nature. Increasing tendency to let things happen rather than make them happen. And increased susceptibility to love, to the love extent, to the love extent extended by others as well as the uncontrollable urge to extend it. Warning. Awesome. If you have some of these symptoms, please be advised that your condition of inner peace may be so far advanced that it's not curable. If you are exposed to anyone exhibiting any of these symptoms, remain exposed only at your own risk. That's something we can look into on a regular basis, ladies. And as I always say when I'm talking to anybody or doing anything, whatever I tell them, I need to use in my own life. We are teachers, and sometimes we forget to use these. And even though I talk about this on a regular basis, this is always a refresher for me. Ladies, what do you think? Awesome. That's good. I need this. I, I, I feel a little better. (laughs) <laughs> awesome. Good, good, awesome. good. Yeah. All right. Well, when, I think it's that gonna, time. Yeah, we're going to bring this uh, this edition of Positively Affirmative to a close. Um, please join us next week. Please join us next week at 5 p.m. Bring a friend and join the prosperity. And also like us on Facebook. Uh, and our what is our, our 
uh, Facebook page. Positively Affirmative Radio. Positive affirmative, <laughs> positively Affirmative Radio. All right, everybody. Have a great evening. Have a great week. And, and share the prosperity. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bless. We'd like to thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness. Join your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, along with Hasina Roach, Relational Consultant and Radio Host, Wanda Miles. We teach aspiring entrepreneurs and those interested in personal and professional development how to create positive shifts in their work life and balance so they can become the director of their own life stories. Is your life story one you would love to see improve? Then join us here live every Sunday at 5 p.m. Bring a friend and share the prosperity.